to the CNJ show. <laughs> so <clears throat> you're getting over a cold and I lost my voice. So this is going to be a great show. <laughs> I still have a uh, kind of a lingering fucking cough. So it'll be, you'll hear a little, uh, but yeah, welcome to the show guys. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. We're, we're back. It's been a while, but, uh, God, is there some good shit to talk about? <laughs> I'm liking, the, I'm liking the format though. Now that we're taking a little bit of a break and waiting for shit to happen, instead of uh, talking about basically how bad WWE is every show, which is yeah un- unnecessary because it makes us look like we don't like WWE, but when we do, we just don't like the product at the moment or for yeah. a while. It's not that we don't like the company itself. I mean, the, the, the company itself, there, there would be nothing else without it. Exactly. We, we realize that. We recognize that. But, um, you know, it's the cool thing to do is to rip on WWE nowadays. And it's, it is. And, and that's, I don't want us to be labeled as that. So I'm, I agree with you. I'm glad that we take breaks. And, you know, when something good happens, here we are. So can we, um, can we, Maybe bust through WWE real quick. Yeah, why don't we um, start with them? Well, there's not a. I mean, there's I don't really necessarily. There's not a um, couple things I will say though. Um, obviously, Curing Cross debuted on uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, well, I, I guess if you want to call it a debut, I, I don't. I don't understand why they do this with some of the talent. It makes well, no sense. Did you hear the report, though, as to why he... Why I that? that there was, I saw that there was something out there, but I didn't actually read it. So, well, anyway, he was on Raw. Uh, comes out, lackluster entrance, no no Scarlet. Um, still wearing that fucking stupid... Um, Skirt. Yeah, like, warrior bullshit. Yeah, like he's a fucking... He's a fucking gladiator. Yeah, yeah. I just like get rid of that. Um, and he has a match. I mean, Jeff Hardy, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm like, okay, this is a good one for him to just destroy and make a statement. Um, and he doesn't really dominate the match, and he ends up losing by Hardy cheating. And now, funny thing about this is, well, two things. First off, it was it was um, Cross's birthday. Um, so also, but also there's rumors that he has backstage heat um, and the rumor is is that the promo with um, Adam Cole where he called him a little man and then Cole went off on him was unscripted um, apparently <laughs> and Cole was basically just voicing his opinion on how he feels that he's just essentially given the title because, you know, basically they're building him up as like next Brock Lesnar, essentially. And Cole went off, you know, obviously off, off script. And it was all because Cross made the comment of like calling him a little man. Um, no, I will be as much as I'm a Cross fan, I will be the first to say Adam Cole could run circles around him uh, in the ring. That's I mean, you don't have to be a genius to see that. But um, even if that's the case. You know, how many years of heat did, you know, Warrior have? Batista, you know, um, 
other guys in this company that they push to the moon. And I, listen, I say this not trying to WWE doesn't have a large catalog of young talent glooming in the fucking back, you know, in the background waiting to become superstars. They really don't. Hence why they're bringing Edge back and Cena and Goldberg and Beck, you know, trained and Lesnar, but we'll get to him later. Cause I have an opinion about that. Um, they don't have that. They have one in cross. And I thought that was a bad decision. I was pissed when he went to WWE to begin with. Um, yep. Cause I didn't even think he, I didn't think he needed to even go to NXT um, to begin with. Um, oh, I thought, do things, so. yeah, like it's similar to like, Owens, when Owens went to NXT, Owens didn't need to go out to NXT. I mean, kill Steen Kill. I mean, he had a large enough fan base, indie-wise, to not have to go there. And same for Cross. I mean, Cross was a dominant motherfucker in Impact, and he he did not need to go there. And well, uh, in our in our opinions, no. But in the old Cena man, the way he does things, you know, he just. You have to go through that so you can learn it their way because it doesn't matter what you did outside of there. I completely disagree with that. I get why they do it, but I think it's stupid because I think it insults the intelligence of his fan base, which is a big reason why I don't give a crap about the product as much as I used to. And it's just, I agree with you. It's stupid. They, they, they should take what these people do outside of their company. It's the whole reason they want them in the fucking first place and apply to that to their company. And guess what? You'd actually have people that give a shit about them. <laughs> well, Jay, and the, the other thing is this, and and I don't want, like I said, I don't want to get on a whole thing about it with him, but because I mean, obviously yeah. I want him to succeed and I, uh, and there's a large part of me that hopes that he does get buried a la <laughs> EC3 yeah. and then he leaves and, and, goes to more likely AEW where he'll succeed. Um, or even Japan for that matter. I mean, depending on where he would go. Um, <clears throat> it just, it's just, because, you know, if you think about Lesnar went to Japan and, you know, that helped a little bit also, but um, Jay, I, they don't, they're investing their chips in a lot of guys in there. And <laughs> this is not saying that AEW is not either, but AEW also has a, if you look at the crop of young talent in the twenty in their twenties in AEW, it by far outweighs WWE. Um, you know who does a WWE necessarily have in their twenties that is a potential megastar? I mean, megastar is a tough word, but you got Dunn and Bate, and how much in uh, Elo uh, Elo? But I mean, how much are they going to invest in those guys in the years because they are smaller? Who of a oh. younger what? They they got they got the guy that's yet to debut that looks like Lesnar. Oh yeah, Parker Parker name. yeah Parker, Parker Boda or, or yeah, Berto. Um, yeah. they got him, but he's also like as green as AOP. I mean, he's never wrestled. He's just a fucking high school football player or college football player. Um, well, part part of the reason they have this issue too, and it's and they did have the talent in their twenties before, <clears throat> but. The problem is they would not let them shine and succeed the way that they did the previous people. Yeah. And again, it goes uh, uh, everything about this company goes back to the old senile man. And I hate calling him that because there is no wrestling business without Vince McMahon. 
to the point where it is now. I get it. You get it. Everyone knows it. But it's just like, dude, look around you. Look at the fans around the world. Like This WWE universe is not the whole entire world. There are people way outside of that company that watch all the other products, such as yourself and myself, that are fans of just wrestling. And that's what WWE was at one point. It was just wrestling. It had entertainment, too. It's always been entertainment. I won't say it hasn't been, but it's it's to the point now where the entertainment part is so bad that I just it out it, it completely takes away any type of good wrestling for me. Like there, there could be great matches that happen on Raw or SmackDown or even NXT for that matter. And if it's not pay per view or a takeover, I'm chances are I'm not going to watch them just because I don't care enough to. And I'm sure it's already happened. You know, I know Cesaro had some great matches with, uh, I forgot who, like last year sometime or earlier this year. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I just, I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't watch it. I knew. And every time I say this to myself when I'm watching the, the, the shows, this is probably going to be a great match, but I just don't have time or I just don't care. Yeah, I don't have time because I'm watching so much to keep up and everything and I got my other personal stuff going on. But at that being said, though, it's it's like if it's if I cared enough about it to want to see it, I'd make the time to do it. Like I used to do every fucking Monday night. I would never miss a Raw. That has not been the case for about 20 years. Well, <laughs> but before that, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would the other not thing miss is the other thing is too is this: um, who are they centered their future around you know if, if you look at it from an outside standpoint it's you know they're really banking on you know lashley mcintyre roman seth and i'd say orton to continue doing what they're doing uh, i'm not worried about reigns i'm not worried about seth um drew i like drew he hasn't got over with the fans i think as they thought he would and i don't think it's going to happen um he's a good well, performer to- He's to a good, fair, yeah. To, to be fair, it also happened during the middle of the pandemic, so or the beginning of the pandemic. Basically. But I'm talking about now. I'm talking now. Since there's been somewhat fans, somewhat back, it doesn't seem like they're as interested in him. And like Lashley, Lashley's a good heel. He he's playing the role fine. Um, well, I, I think part of the reason they're not interested in him, though, it, it has nothing to do with True. It has that's how they opponent. How they booked them, how they portrayed them. That, that goes with everybody with me in this company. I have my favorites. I have the guys that want to watch, but it's just how they are portrayed. I just don't care enough. Like, I mean, Drew, honestly, he could totally do without this whole Scottish warrior get up the sword, like killed all of it. I get why they did it, and it was cool for a little while, but it's it's just like everything else with this company. It gets stale and old very fast. Am I also Jay? Or am I the only one also that just thinks he's better as a heel? I he is he is really good as a heel, but he could work as a babyface if they drop the stupid Scottish Warrior thing. They let him be what he was at the beginning of 2020 when there still were fans. When he won the Rumble, when he got the huge pop after eliminating Lesnar, you know, I mean, who knows what kind of pop you would have had? In Raymond James Stadium 
a year ago if when he won that belt, if they actually were able to do it. You know, the pop that he got this past WrestleMania, I have no one. I mean, as soon as they announced the matches happened, happening first. Granted, yeah, they had the surprise two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, when Seth, you know, beat Brock in however many, you know, the, the, the first match or whatever. But um, I, I don't know, man. Just the way that they were... Um, I, I was a little shocked, actually, because I, I actually did think Drew was going to win that match. I think we went over that talked about media. But I, I don't know, man. I think that he... Uh, I would love... For him to get his old music back. Speaking of that, yeah. just to go back to Cross and Hardy for a minute, I fast forward through Raw, right? Yeah. And and I knew, I didn't know Cross was going to lose, um, or maybe I did. I think that got spoiled for me. But I know you were pissed about something. You didn't tell me exactly what it was. But anyway, I fast forward through the match. I fast forward through the entrances even because I knew Cross's entrance was going to be shit completely missed that they gave Jeff Hardy no more words again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Found out afterwards I was pissed. I'm like, oh, man, I would have liked to have seen that. Oh, well. But that's that's case in point, though. That's that's how bad this company has turned me off to the product. It's like, I miss stuff like that because I don't care enough to have the patience to sit through all the bullshit to get there. You know what I mean? Well, and... Uh, and um... I'll say I'll say this like one more thing about like kind of the cross situation. You know, we we look at the young talent that they don't have, and it just instantly pops in my head here. Well, you had Andrade, you had, mm-hmm. and now granted these guys aren't in their twenties, but they're in their like early to mid thirties. Especially Andrade, who's like thirty one. Um, you had Tommy N, who's like mid thirties. And I'm gonna say another guy here. I don't. I know you're not a giant fan, from what I believe, but Cardona. Girl. No, Cardona. Cardona. Look how yeah. fucking. Look how fucking over he is, and he's not even really signed to a company right now. Like, yeah. I mean, is he? Well, okay. I thought, I thought he actually was signed with Impact. Or maybe he is. He he could. He he might be on. Yeah, he. It's possible. But you had those three guys alone. Like, I mean. It still mind boggles me that they didn't do more with Cardona. I mean, he first off, he's a you know, decent looking guy. He, he's big. I mean, he's a fucking big. He's built like, it, and, and he is. He's a good talker and he's a good worker. It's mind boggling that they didn't like. Okay, I guess the argument with Tommy End is oh he's too he's skinny. He's not as big as maybe his you know persona comes off, which, which is fine, whatever. But he could have still did shit with him like. Like, like Finn Beller. Why is Finn? I mean, granted, it's the money, but why is he in this company? Like, it, it it's got to be strictly for money purposes, and he doesn't want to have to deal with fucking Japan. And I, that's the only thing I can think of at this point. Like, same, same reasons why Uncle Alan and Joe are still there too. A hundred percent. Just more money, job security. They don't have, they don't have to dick around with going overseas. You know. You know, maybe once a year they'll go to Saudi Arabia or something. But like, that's that's one hundred percent the reasoning. And like Styles, he's he's I'd be shocked, shocked if he's ever in the main event scene in WWE again. I think they put him in a position now where he's older. He's in that tag team division. He'll maybe sniff or you know the IC title once or twice again. But especially with they're you know head up so far up of you know Lashley's and Roman's asshole. It's 
you know, oh, and, and another guy, and I don't even want to get into him right now. Uh, Wait, you, you, they have a tag division in the WWE? <laughs> apparently, apparently, but another guy is, and like I, it'll it'll bother me even talking about him. I'm just gonna briefly mention him, Keith Lee. Yeah. So much momentum, oh, yeah. so much momentum, completely dropped the fucking ball. And I will say one more. Sorry, I gotta say one more thing, and then we can move on from this and talk about the women nonsense. Um. As much as I respect the fucking shit out of him, um, it's to the point with Big Biggie that I just want him to put the fucking title on him for a minute, take it off, and get it over with. Like, listen, <laughs> like Big, you know, you're you're a good mic guy. I don't think you're that impressive in the ring. You you are a bigger dude, but you're also very short. And I don't know. I don't. I had more excitement to see Kofi winning it than Biggie. And I don't think Biggie's going to win it. I really, really don't. Um, I, I, I have I, some thoughts on that, but I'll, I'll get there in a minute. Cause there's a couple more things I want to address before we move on. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can, we can, we yeah, can, I'm, I'm going to miss that. And we can hop to the next step unless you got something to say. Yeah. I gotta, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say um, in terms of the women um, situation, man, um, I'll be brief with this because I don't. I just I can talk four hours about this. Um, so you put the belt on Charlotte, basically for a stat build, um, essentially. So you take a belt off of your young rising women star Rhea, who's been doing fantastic. You take the belt off of her, put on Charlotte, just so she gets another title reign, only to lose to. The one person I'd say in that match that I did not expect to win when you when you had Liv Morgan, who is climbing up in the company, just like Mandy Rose was last year and Sony Deville, and you basically kill her momentum um, on top of the fact, you know, that you have Alexa Bliss, who granted whatever, you know, the shit going on with her, but she's at least an important female piece in the company. So those two, in my opinion, were the two that should have won. One of those two. Um, and on top of it, the fucking fans are screaming so much that they want Becky that the next night you literally have Charlotte, whether it was off script or not, mention Becky's name. It's almost like a dig in the face of the fucking fans. And then you have Nikki. I'm not saying that stupid fucking nonsense afterwards. Nikki. Um <laughs> win the title in kind of like a cowardly way so that it wasn't even really as if she really won it, in my opinion. I mean, she did, but it's not like she, like, you know, actually beat Charlotte. Listen, Charlotte is by far the best best female wrestler ever. Like, there's no one that's going to ever... At at this point, I don't think anybody's going to top her. She doesn't need the belt, number one. She, you put her too. She's too much as a focal point, like and and, and that I think is is, is an, it's like Super Cena times thirty with her, and you're not building other stars in the female division other than her, and you know Rhea obviously, but like, I mean Bailey's injured obviously. I mean where the fuck is Sasha? Can we just get rid of Carmella by now? Like she's useless. I'm sorry, she's. She's never going to win the belt. Like, get rid of her. Um, and I hate to say it, 
Bianca's been champion for how many months? I don't think she's. Days. I don't think she's doing anything impressive. Maybe I'm wrong, but like she hasn't really won me over. She's more of like a transitional champion at this point. Um, well, <clears throat> well, before I get to the women, because <laughs> I have a lot to say about that too. Yeah. Um, just to go back to what you're to touch upon, what you were saying about guys in their 20s and who they had. I mean, even before the guys you mentioned, you look around at all these other companies right now. Yeah, there, there's a main difference between XWE or WWE talent in other companies now than it was 10, you know, 15 years ago when they all went to Impact or TNA or Inamon or whatever. Well, not so much. Well, yeah, I guess the Hardys was right about it, but more so, you know, with with, with TNA, it was like a laughing stock, right? There were the WWE rejects, you know, and like they they put them over in in TNA at the expense of their homegrown talent, and that's why people hated them, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, but nowadays, you look around at Impact, you look around at AEW, you look around at Rate of Honor, you look around at MLW, you look at New Japan. There are <clears throat> XWWE talents in all of these companies, and they're actually shining in these companies, not because they're getting pushed over the homegrown talent, but just because they're they're actually using them in ways where, well, maybe Miro to an extent, but that's the personal thing with me with him. But yeah, um, other it's just like everyone is flourishing, and I mean, you talk about guys they had in this company, they had, and I've said this a thousand times, Tongaloa. They had, well, they got Eli Drake back now, but they had him. They had. Yeah, but he's not even that young. Uh, no, he's not. But at the time, he was. And they, yes. they, and they and they let him go. Now he's now he's back and he's older and he's doing this thing. But we'll get there in a minute. You have Lance Archer, who they had. Yep. You and again, he's another guy that's not that young, but still, when they, they had, had him, they he had was. Him. Yeah. You have guys like the Good Brothers. You know, a, you know, Machine Gun. You know, whatever he had. A, cup of coffee well i mean not a cup of coffee they were there for what three years four years yeah um but i mean doc gallows the guy he came up in that system you know yeah he was fucking there for a long time freaking the fake cane for freaking deacon i mean all the gimmicks that he had festus all of it and i mean all these guys are just so incredibly talented rich swan's another one Granted, I know you don't really see much potential in him as a main eventer, but he still is a, a, a talent. And well, they, they got him. they got rid of him for the domestic abuse. Well, I don't know if he would have got. Yeah. I don't know if they would have got rid of him necessarily. Yeah, maybe. maybe we'll see. But um, I mean, just like Big Cass, you know. I mean, Enzo's probably going to show up somewhere. Oh, Big Cass! Like, I think I, it was the biggest drop lately that they. Oh yeah. Huge, I mean, huge. and he, he's in phenomenal shape now, too. Like, right. And, and, and another big one was EY. They didn't yep. do they, the, the biggest thing they did with EY was sanity. And who's left from sanity? Nikki fucking Cross. That's it. And I'm going to get to her and the women in a minute. But all the other guys are gone. They're all gone. And I'm just waiting to see Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane show up in Impact. I, I, I no, it should happen. It totally should happen. 
that's another story well, for another time. Do you know another one, Jay, that is, I, th- I think people don't talk about. I had an argument with my buddy about this recently because um, my, my one buddy is not a fan of uh, Moxley at all. Um, yep. And I said, I said to him, I'm like, he's like, you know, he was the weak link of the shield, blah, blah, blah. And, 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 I, and I told my buddy, I'm like, you know what? Did he become as big a star as Seth and, and Roman in WWE? No, but it's, 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 but you can argue the point that he is now. Um, oh, and, he definitely is now. Yeah. And, and maybe you can argue the point that this, he's bigger. Yeah. And what I said to him is like, you know what? All they needed to do when Moxley, two things, all they needed to do was let him be himself. That's yep. all they needed to do. You could have, and I hate to use this as an example because I'm going to bring this up later with uh, Mr. Gage. Um, you just needed to turn him into Mick Foley because that's essentially yeah. what Moxley is. Moxley's like a crossbreed of Austin and Foley. And all you needed to do was just let him be himself. Was he going to sit there and swear all day? No, he, he can tone shit down like that. Or, you know, you know, does he need to bleed every fucking match? No, but you needed to just let him be himself. Instead, he's like just pretending to be like a soldier in the shield. And then when he did let him off as a lunatic fringe or whatever, he was like such a watered down version of what he is now that it wasn't even close. Like you just you needed to let him be who he is and they would have been able to keep him as a star and he would have been in the WWE right now as Dean Ambrose and a megastar. But no, you didn't. All, all goes back to how they present their talent, man. That's it, what I'm is, is, exactly. But, but all these young guys, I mean, the list goes on and on, man. EC3, all, all the talent, all the talent. And, and they even have some now that, that they could be doing stuff with. Um, I, I did want to touch upon a, a young guy that they do have now that I initially loved the group that he's in, but I absolutely could not stand a couple weeks ago when they did that stupid rap thing, and that's the hit row. Oh, now, yeah. I love Swerve Scott. I think awesome. he's an amazing talent. Yep. And I, I I wanted to like him more when he first got to there, but I saw Chris Bay on Impact, and I'm like, I like Chris Bay a little better. But now, they let him you know, get the heel turn and, and have the group with him, and I, I was enjoying it. I love the fact that he won the belt from Bronson Reed. But then the very next week, they do this stupid rap thing for like what five, seven minute segment. It went on for way too long. Nobody cared. There's no point in it. I, I just don't understand. Like Triple H, uh, he's, he's he's like, I don't know if it's him or if the old man is telling him what to do with it. Or what's going on? But NXT is really starting to decline a bit, man. And I hate to say that because it's been the shining star for that entire company for the last three years. Well, do you know what? Do you know what the thing with NXT is? Is I think that I've noticed more than anything is it's like it's stuck on repeat, and they keep rehashing the same feuds. Like, listen. I loved when Kyle O'Reilly and Cole wrestle just like I loved when Ciampa and Gargano wrestle. But like at some point gotta, you gotta like, you gotta pull the trigger and say it's over with. Like I, I don't want him to go to the main roster, Adam Cole, but maybe he needs to go. I mean, maybe you need to put him on that fucking landscape, you know, or I got a better idea. Why don't you guys start doing things like, you know, infuse some of the talent you have 
on the main roster to NXT, like like literally swap guys, like kind of what you do with with you know Finn Balor and you and Samoa Joe. That's one guy. Like maybe do four or five guys. Like okay, I have an idea. Maybe well, Usos don't make sense right now because they're obviously in a big spot. But how about like Street Profits? Put Street Profits back on NXT along with um, maybe even Drew. You know, just to infuse more people on NXT where it's helping them. I mean, like Finn went to NXT again and it like almost revitalized his career in WWE. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But, you know, um, it's... What are you talking about, pal? I did it already. Mandy Rose is in NXT. But that's what I mean. It's you know, such good shit. But like Adam, but like Adam Cole... I mean, he can go. He can go to the main. Sorry, he can go to the main roster. Um, Bronson Reed at this point can go to the main roster. I mean, you could just put these guys on there right now. Because here's a newsflash, WB fans. Like you talk about this, or WB in general. Like you do these drafts um, that don't make any sense, and they don't adhere to them much anyways. For as like brand exclusives and shit like that. You know, that's the other thing. That's why I can't stand this NXT thing, and, and that's going to lead me to the women. But, like, it makes no sense for a guy that has a belt down in NXT to make a debut on the main roster. I mean, the, the, the exception might be the way they did it with Owens. With, uh, but that Cena. wasn't even – they shouldn't even they, – they, they couldn't even that, – that didn't make any sense either because it's like no, – I, I, I get it, but yeah. he, they, 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 it's just – I don't want to spend all day talking about WWE because I know we're already right. studying. So I'll I'll if, be if you don't you don't debut them as part of the roster, you debut them in a program, and maybe that's what they were trying to do with Hardy and and, and uh, Cross. But at the same time, it's like it doesn't make sense because Jeff Hardy hasn't been barely been on TV, and when he does, he's losing anyway. Or there's I think he did win a couple of matches against Cedric Alexander. Whatever, that's another guy they're burying. See. But, uh, I give you, you know, I give I, you one that they should have did, Jay. They should have left Jeff Hardy alone. They should have just had Cross go against Xavier Woods, for example, and just had him des- destroy Woods, who's you know he's like yeah somebody similar like that. I would Kofi's a little bit too big to do that too at the moment, especially after he just got destroyed. Um, yeah. so maybe even like Elias, somebody like that, and just have him destroy him and. There you go, but they didn't do that, and yeah, I'm I'm good on WWE for now. Oh well, I mean, I still got to talk. I want to talk about this Cena shit, but see what you got to yeah. say. Yeah, I got the the women's stuff I'm gonna get to. But yeah, the cross they made just makes no sense when they do that stuff. And um, yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I, and, and if, you, if the reports are true that you said that he's got heat, and that's their way of of you know bringing him back down to earth. They didn't need to have him go up to Raw to do that. They could do that in NXT. But I guess so. Maybe Paul said, no, we, we, we can't do it down here. We do it up there or whatever. I, I just, I don't know. I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in some of these production conversation meetings when it comes to Vince and, and Paul. Paul being Triple H. About, you know, when they talk about... Um, talents in NXT, you know, coming up to the main roster, whether it's for you know, debut or you know, Jay, across his case or whatever. You can know, you I pause for pause for one minute? I, I gotta yeah. uh, do one thing and I'm gonna reload in a second. Guys, we'll be okay. right back. 
welcome back to the C and J show. And Mr. J, you have the you have the floor. <laughs> and we're back. Um, yeah, I think it was a time of crossing. Yeah, that old day. Yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in a in a production meeting with Vince and Triple H just to see what the what is actually said about talent going from one you know NXT up to the main roster and so forth. But, um, but yeah, I think that's it's enough. Uh, them for now. Um, <laughs> I do want to touch upon the money in the bank pay-per-view very briefly because I didn't really and this is going to tie into the women too. I, I didn't hate the show. I thought there was, I thought Rhea and Charlotte was the match of the night by far. Um, other than that, uh, the, the men's money in the bank was okay. Um, Kofi got destroyed again, which I couldn't. Edge and Roman was long as fuck. Um, it wasn't, but it was still long as fuck. It almost seems like they're trying to maximize Edge's appearances when it comes to matches as long as they can. I don't think he's had, I mean, other than the SmackDown six-man, I think with Mysterio's and, and uh, Roman and the Usos, pay-per-view-wise, I don't think Edge has had a match, maybe the Rumble, but uh, other than those things, I don't think he's had a match that's less than 20 minutes yet. Which I don't think it's less than thirty minutes to be honest with you, and, and I get it to an extent. But and the story they were telling was okay, but it's just like, man, I was looking at how much time was left when the match started. I'm like, god damn, it's gonna be a long fucking match. Sure enough, it was. But um, you know, Cena coming back, I thought was great. Um, couldn't stand the fact that he was on Raw the next night though. Again, this goes back to what we were talking about before, about what's the point of doing drafts and having show-exclusive stuff if the guys are going to be on both shows? There's no point in having a brand split then because you, you make people wait to tune into SmackDown to see Cena because that's where he's going to be. That's yep. where he's going to be. You know, That's where the feud's at. He didn't come out and interrupt Lashley. He came out and interrupted Roman. Oh well, the, the surprise—he's on Raw now. No, that's not how it works. People do, people are smarter than you give them credit for, Vince McMahon. They, they really are. And if you can't see that, then I don't know what to tell you. But, strictly, strictly for uh, ratings. Strictly for ratings. Yeah, it is, but it's—it—I it, I don't know. I guess it worked a little because the ratings went up. But Jesus, man, I, it's still—I um, don't know. I, it was, I it was also to—it was also to tote. Um, Suicide Squad, which is kind of mind-boggling that they would tow that, considering it's rated R and the name of the fucking movie is Suicide Squad. I, I mean, granted, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a DC fan. And I love it. I can't wait for it. But like, you are a super PG audience, and you're rating. You're going to promote a movie that is extremely violent and named Suicide Squad. So when a you know uh, you have a seven year old who's like. Oh, what the Suicide Squad mean? Okay, yeah. well, blame WWE for doing that. Like, don't get me wrong. I want them to be rated R WWE, but that's not how you're going about it to begin with. So it just... Yeah. I, I mean, I do, it, I do got something to say about the scene when you're done, but... Yeah, I mean, I thought the promo was excellent. And I, and I didn't see Fridays yet, but I heard Roman and him went off, and I, I do want to see that too. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to to the promos in that match. And, and I'm, like I said, Cena being back, it, it's cool. 
that he is. I missed him. Um, I actually want him to beat Roman, but he's not going to. No. Um, uh, maybe at some point he'll break the record, but now is not the time. So, um, but that being said, um, you know him being back, it, it was it was a nice surprise, and it was cool to see and and all that. Now, now the the other matches on the show, I I, I can't really remember all of them, so I'm not even going to go into them all. But the one I will mention and that'll tie into the women, is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I thought this was easily the worst show, match on the show. I couldn't stand the way it was booked. It was very sloppy at times. Uh, maybe they were jitters because it was the first time in front of fans, you know, like that, in a smaller, than intimate than it was in media. I, I don't know, but it just, there was something about it that was off, and I, I couldn't stand the way that the ending was booked. Um, I'll, I know you said earlier you were surprised that Nikki won. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't. And I'll tell you why. The gimmick sucks, right? It's stupid. It's insulting of intelligence. Nikki is the one that came up with it. However, that's not necessarily on her. It's because she's smart enough to understand what the old senile man likes. So she actually came up with it. He liked it. He pushed her. Here we are. So while we may hate it, and it might get over with the younger crowd, who knows, but, you know, it, it's working based off of, she said, you know, her mindset's like, okay, this is what Vince wants. I'm going to do this. And she's doing it. And, you know, I, I, I can't hate her for that. <laughs> you know, I'll hate the gimmick. I won't watch it. I won't care about it. But, yeah, um, you know, she, she, she did what he wants these superstars to do to try to get over. So I will give her props on that. Now, um, the other women in that match, yeah, Liv. The fact that Tamina and Nanny were in this, like they're just thrown in there, made no sense to me whatsoever. You put the, the tag team, again, it all goes back to Vince and tag teams, man. He just hates tag team wrestling. He always has, he always will. And the fact that he always will, that's why I made that comment earlier. There's a tag division because, I mean, there might as well not be. Like, if, if you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to like it. They just don't have one. You know, there, there's no point. There really isn't. Um, <laughs> there really isn't. You have enough talent where you can just have – add another singles title or, or something. You know, add a TV title. Do something. He doesn't like TV titles either, but that's besides the point. Did you, Jay, because um, since you're talking about this match, and you know I'm like – I say this with all fully confidence. I'm like obsessed with Alexa Bliss. Oh, I know you were. Was it like, I thought it was ridiculous though. They, the way they treated her as if she is Alexa Bliss, five feet of fury. She's literally like five feet tall. She's a tiny little thing. And they made her like, she was like Brock Lesnar in the fucking match. And it was just mind boggling with all the fucking ladders. I'm just like, come on. Like, I actually, Jay, for a second, when they put her, when, when they put the ladders at her, I said to myself, oh my gosh, she's going to win this match. She's just going to appear at the top of the ladder or something. And I was thinking to myself, how the fuck are, no, but I was thinking, I was like, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? I'm like, it's got to be a situation where like the lights go out for like a good hard minute and a half or something. And she's able to get out of the ladders and run up there. It's something like that's going to, I just, that's what I thought. But yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah, I hated that spot too, man. I, I, just, I don't know, but whatever. I mean, Nikki, yeah, she won it great. Um, now, 
let's let's talk about Raw for a second, and that'll lead me to Charlotte too. But the way she cashed in was very much in the same vein that CM Punk cashed in the first time on Edge after Batista beat him. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And the the main difference in that though is that made sense storyline wise because Edge was going to SmackDown. He got drafted. So he wasn't going to be here anyway. What's yeah. he going to do? Take the belt? No, the belt needs to stay on the show. So that's why they did it. Um, and not only that, but they followed that up with Batista versus CM Punk for Punk's first the title defense at that Bash pay-per-view. Yeah. How I remember all that shit, I have no idea. Because that's <laughs> around the same time that I really did not pay attention to WWE. But I do remember that. Um, with this, honestly... I was waiting for Rhea to just beat the shit out of Nikki so she couldn't cash in because that would have made more sense. And they kind of were keeping Rhea in this tweener heelish role for a while with the storyline build up to Charlotte. Granted, at the pay per view, she was high fiving fans and shit, so being back to the babyface role, whatever. Yeah. But um, I had no problem with Charlotte beating her for the title. Um, what I did have a problem with, if you, you said, the only reason was for stat number purposes. Well, they fucked their own stats up. Apparently, NXT titles don't count as world titles anymore because, I mean, she already was a 14-time champ with the two NXT titles that she won. Now she's only a 12-time champ again, or 13 now? It like, I don't know. It's so stupid. I, I get it. It's their company. They can do what they want, but... It's stupid inconsistencies like that that insult our intelligence and make me, at least, not want to care about the product. Yeah. Because it's like she she won two more titles in NXT, and, and the NXT was a big thing that, you know, at WrestleMania last year. It was a big thing that she won that title. It was the best, probably one of the best matches on that on either one of the two shows, um, two nights or whatever. But now she's like, oh, they don't count? But we're going to give her another one anyway? Okay, whatever. I, I had more problem with the fact that she lost by disqualification to Rhea the next night on Raw than her winning the title. Because they had a perfect storyline set up where, and they could still do it, but it won't make as much sense. Rhea has never beaten Charlotte yet. She beat her by DQ last week on Raw. Now she has. Granted, she hasn't pinned her yet, so they can still do it that way. But it was perfectly built in the story. That's that's the other reason I didn't have a problem with Charlotte winning the belt. Because it's like, you have that storyline. You, you build it up all the way to Mania. And you have you have the match that you probably should have had for the title, Rhea versus Charlotte, this year at Mania. Have it next year. Three-year yep. story arc, whatever. Have it complete. Rhea finally beats her, finally pins her, finally wins the belt. It would have been perfect. But... You know, I mean, it may still go that route, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I couldn't, couldn't stand it, man. It was, it was dumb. And then the Becky chance, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Becky. She's posting pictures. She's in shape. I don't know if oh, she she's, wants to come back. She's coming back. I, 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 so we're, and listen, and I say this because I know how WWE works. Um, my prediction is is that Charlotte gets a rematch um, tomorrow. Somehow, they'll announce the last minute against Nikki. Um, she'll recapture the belt, and then Becky will appear after the match or something. I guess the idea, if I had to take a guess, known WB, they didn't pull Becky out 
because a, I think that maybe they wanted to just reward Nikki with the belt real quick. They're going to get it off of her. Um, you know, I relatively fast. I don't see Nikki going in the, Nikki's not going into SummerSlam with that title. There is no fucking chance. They're going to, I mean, the matches, I mean, you're going to have Roman and Cena, Seth and Edge, and then you're going to have two lackluster women. I mean, they're already going to probably have one lackluster women's match as it is. Um, they're not going to have two. I, no fucking chance. Um, so she's going to lose that title to either Charlotte or Rhea uh, on Monday. It's my guess. Um, they didn't pull Becky because they probably said to themselves, well, we have Cena on today's show. We had Cena debut last or come back last night. Uh, we're going to hold off Becky for a week. It's too obvious for Becky to show up now. Um, I well, think that, I, was that, that being, that being said, I, I agree with that, but it even makes more sense to do what I said they should have done then just have Rhea beat up Nikki. So she doesn't. Yeah. But in. they, uh, my guess and is they, that they, well, they, they can, they can do two, they, they can do two with one stone. Then they can have Rhea and Nikki for the briefcase at SummerSlam. And then, you know, the next week or whatever, then Becky can come back. And, uh, you know, then Charlotte, I have no challengers up. Well, then Becky comes back, and then you got Becky and Charlotte at SummerSlam. You know? Well, they can still they can still do that in a sense. Like, oh, they'll, not, like the, not with they the briefcase could, anymore. <laughs> no, but just match-wise, they could have Rhea, you know, cost Nikki to mat, the, the title in an odd yeah. way. Or another possibility mean, is, is, and I'll say mean, this. Yeah. Did, did you think about this? Another possibility is, let's say Rhea gets the rematch against, um, you know, uh, or, or gets the match against Nikki tomorrow, and Charlotte costs Nikki the belt because because of what happened last week, and then you could potentially have Rhea Becky. You could potentially have even a fatal four way. Uh, all I know is there's no chance that they had her having Nikki go into SummerSlam with that title. I would be floor. I'd be shocked because. <laughs> I mean, I would, Jay, because I, as it is, they have Bianca with the title and, and SmackDown. And, like, we're, what, you know, about a month, a little less than a month away from SummerSlam. And do they even have an opponent for Bianca? I mean, I'm thinking about it, like, honestly. Like, I'm not even saying to be a dick. Like, do they actually have a, an opponent for her? I mean, it's more... Hopefully I, it'll be Sasha. I think I think it's going to be Liv. I, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to be Liv, um, in my guess. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we get Alexa and now I will say this. I could see them doing Alexa and Nikki at SummerSlam hero villain uh, type of scenario. I can see that for the title. I could, I can, I'd be okay with that. And the reason I'd be okay with that is you can still do Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte does not need a title. Just like Seth and Seth and edge doesn't. I mean, those are just two girls and it might be a good idea to do that, to not have – I keep saying this. It's maybe a good idea not to have Charlotte or Becky involved in the women's title so you can actually develop other stars. Um, so I, I can see that. But then you have nothing for Ray to do. So that's where you kind of get in a, in a situation of like, okay, what is Ray going to do? She has to be in SummerSlam also. It's going to be a tough yeah. situation, but I would not be – I wouldn't be shocked if we see Nikki and Alexa in, at SummerSlam in some form. I could even see Alexa costing her the title. I, 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 you know, because, yeah. you know, why not? Um, yeah. It, w- w- yeah. 
Are you done? Are you done with the women's thing real quick? Or are you still got more? Yeah. Yeah, the only two things that I, I want to touch upon with, with WWE, and then we can move on because we've been talking about them for almost an hour now. Um, I want to do, uh, I want to touch upon, you said something about Cena, and then you said something about Brock. So, oh, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, real quick. Um, so, okay. I, I, I will never be a Roman Reigns fan just because I don't think. He doesn't do it for me. And the reason is it's similar to when people tote LeBron James. I, you're a James fan, right? I am. Okay. And, 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 I, and I say this, and I've been saying this for years, when they compare LeBron to, to Jordan, it bothers me because they're two different players in my mind. Like, uh, I, yeah. I, I consider LeBron, uh, his style of play is more similar to, like, Magic Johnson. That's the type of player he is. And when you, when you compare him to somebody that he's not – like like Kobe is the closest thing we're going to get to Jordan just by the way they play the game and that's just how I look at it so when they compare Roman Reigns to the likes of Hogan and Cena and and Austin and and, and Rock and tight and, and whatnot I say to myself and I, I'll actually leave the Rock off because I'm not even that big of a Rock fan um, but he's not those guys Roman to me is the 2021 version of Batista. And there's nothing wrong with that because Batista was a star, but that's just to me what I get off, get off what I kind of get off of Roman. Has he developed his character? 100%. He's needed to do this five fucking years ago. Um, but that's that, and that's that's it. But like, he's doing a great job. Um, I'll, I'll give him that. There's a report in, in in there that somebody said. I think Triple H apparently said that he's the biggest wrestling star in the, in, in the world. That's false. Um, Completely false. Um, because if you're, what are you basing that on? Is my argument because okay, no. Uh, if you're saying the biggest wrestling star in the world, they're gonna more than likely say John Cena or The Rock. Um, so that's first. Um, if you're basing upon like in the industry you can't seriously not say it's not Kenny Omega uh, or even Chris Jericho at that point. I would even, no, I would probably lean more Omega, but you can't like, you're just saying that because he's your guy in your company. I get that, but he's not even the biggest star in your company. Um, that's, it's just it's mind boggling to me, Jay. Um, because you have him going against a bigger star, like, uh, <laughs> Cena, Rock, and Brock, and Goldberg, I hate to even say it, are all bigger than Roman. Like, they're going to put asses in the seat over Roman Reigns. Hands down. I would even argue that Edge would. Like, is Roman, like, a big star? Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> he's not where you're, where you're putting him at. And I don't know if he'll ever be there. But there's, like, a report going around, Jay, that he's going to keep the belt to WrestleMania. Like, and this goes back to Brock for me. Um, because if he keeps it to WrestleMania, he'll break Brock Lesnar's um, streak. And, you know, it'll be set up to Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. Like, listen, do I want to see that match? I give two fucks about that match. Um, does it need to be for a title? No, because the Rock's not going to win the title. And even if he does win it, 
he's going to keep it for what a, a fucking month tops. Like, you know, it, it's th- or three weeks till the next pay-per-view. That's stupid. Um, and here we go again. You're not building other guys. If you do that, do you need to put the belt on Cena? No, but you have Big E win money in the bank. Okay. So clearly he's going to cash in and lose unless he cashes in on, on Bobby Lashley, which sets up a whole nother argument. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about Big E, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but, you know, there's rumors that Drew's going to go to SmackDown and, and whatnot, and that's fine. But he doesn't need to keep the belt that long. And that, to me, is more signs. I'll say this real quick about Cena. Loudest pop I've heard, honestly, since the Triple H pop um, when he when he returned from his uh, injury. Yeah, man. Fucking obnoxiously loud. Loved it. Um, it was you kind of knew it was coming. Um, but it was it was it was fucking phenomenal. I'm happy to see him back. Uh, it's even if it's for a quick run for a month or so. It seems like he claims it's going to be for a little bit. I don't. I doubt it. I think it's really just for SummerSlam and to, to boost Suicide Squad because he's got his other show he's filming. Um, so I mean. It's nice to see Cena. I won't watch SummerSlam live because I'll be at Warrior Wrestling with you guys, but uh, I'll check it out later, mainly just to watch that match and probably the Seth match. Um, but I, I don't even know where I was getting at with this, but I, I just like it. Just oh, Brock Lesnar. Um, I think they're digging, taking digs at fucking Lesnar, and I, 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 and I think they're, I think WWE is like honestly like their own suicide squad like they, they're reminding me of like a terrorist bomber like i just don't think they give a fuck and it's crazy like daniel bryan he's gone you know cm punk did they really try to get cm punk back that well i don't know like listen i love punk phil love you man i can't i fucking pray to god i see you in a couple weeks but <laughs> there's nothing that money won't do and I, I just I, I I wonder if they really tried that hard to bring CM Punk back. I really do. And I think they're digging Lesnar. I mean, now that they have Goldberg and Lashley, what's the one match that Lash, Lashley and Lesnar both wanted? Was against each other. And it's been vocal about it. They both wanted to wrestle each other. Okay, fans are back. What's the reason in those two are not happening at SummerSlam? Nobody. And I quote Jay. I I don't even want to talk about him on the show. Nobody gives a flying fuck about Goldberg and fucking Lashley. Nobody. It, nobody. Let's end that. Done. Okay. Um. And now they're taking a shot. They want to break Lesnar's record. Like, I. It's bothering me. It is. And I. And to me, I say to myself, God, I would love to see Lesnar show up in AEW. Because, and I'll tell you why, not even to fucking wreak havoc, just to see that motherfucker leave WWE and go to AEW, just for one, even if it's for one fucking show. I mean, he's got a beard now, he's got kind of longer hair, he looks like he's a fucking Viking, he looks like Alex uh, or Hammerstone a little bit. Uh, he does. And, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I can dig this. Fuck yeah, dude. Go to AEW, man. Let me see you fucking go against Archer or fucking Miro again. Or who I, I don't think you've even, you've ever even had a match with Miro. Now I think about it. Like, like I, ah, man, I just, I would love to do it. I don't know. I, 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 would, I, would love, I would love to see it, Jay. But that's all I got. I just think they're taking shots at him. Well, I'll say this. Um, Big E winning the money in the bank 
Uh, I kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, be honest with you, though, I had no idea who was actually going to win it based on the field of the people they had. So I was kind of intrigued. Now, that being said, <laughs> I have this horrible sinking feeling that they're going to use this to somehow break up the new day permanently. I think that, you know, Kofi getting destroyed the way he did. Um, I don't know, man. I, I got a bad feeling that either he's going to He's going to cash it in, or they're trying to cash it in on, on, on uh, Bobby at some point, because we all know he ain't losing that belt to Oldberg. Yes, I call him Oldberg at uh, SummerSlam, and I'll get to him in a minute. But I, I just, man, I just don't want to see Kofi go heel, but I got this sinking this, like feeling that it's going to happen. It's going to cost Biggie that belt. And they're going to have a big feud and he's going to get drafted back to Raw or something's going to happen, man. I, I just, I, and I, I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. Maybe people do, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I hate the fact that they destroyed Kofi the way they did again, but it is what it is. Um, well, you know, Jay, real quick too. Uh, one thing about the Goldberg thing, I don't want to see him win it either, but I, I will say this. I could see him um, I could see him um, winning and then Lashley fucking destroying him or something where Big E fucking cashes in. I, I could see something along those lines. Yeah. The only reason I wouldn't say that is because they just did it with the women's one. True. I don't know if they'd want to do the same thing so close to each other. I mean, they don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> Well, sure they don't, but um, Lashley does not destroy Goldberg in the same vein, if not quicker than he did Kofi. I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> not just because I can't stand Goldberg, but that makes Kofi look even more weaker. Granted, they don't give a shit, like you said, but me personally, and, and like I said, that's, that's the thing. It's how they're portrayed. I, they don't have to win every fucking match, but have them lose in a way that makes sense. And it, yeah, Kofi get his, getting his ass kicked the way it did. Okay, it made sense for Lashley, right, to build him up. If they don't do the same thing with a guy that's like what, 15, 20 years older, yeah, than Kofi. Come on, you know, it's just I don't know. Um, We'll see what happens with that. But but speaking of Oldberg, so <laughs> I think I made this comment to you too, but um, the uh, <laughs> when I sh- when I heard the music and, and, and saw that he was there, I'm like, oh, so it looks like WWE ordered Brock Lesnar on Wish. <laughs> I guess uh. Brock doesn't want to come back yet. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, if I were him, I wouldn't want to come back either. Oh, dude, I don't think I'm saying this with all serious. I don't think he's coming back to WWE. I really don't. Well, if he does, I I would rather see him and Roman this year and do Rock and Roman next year in LA. 
because I think that would make more sense. Granted, I think they want to put The Rock in the Hall of Fame next year in L.A. or like you know, two years, whatever. Um, but he could do both. I mean, they did it with Flair. Why not do it with The Rock? You know. Um, I think Taker's going in this year, though. It would be in Texas. It, it, there's. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it would be it be it would boggle my mind if he doesn't. But um, yeah, man, I I don't know. I I don't want to see Rock and Roman this year. I want I'd rather see it next year. And as far as uh, Roman keeping the belt all this time, I actually don't have a problem with it. I, I it's not necessarily like you know, breaking Brock's streak or whatever. Because doesn't doesn't Punk have the longest streak too? No, it's gone. Remember? No, because Brock broke him. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, which is which is obviously a dig at Punk. I mean, I'm assuming, but probably. But um, yeah. All right, I I could see. Uh, that that's the other reason why I'm kind of hoping like it's you know he breaks the record, but then he comes back and he takes the belt from. Him. It'd be great. Well, um, Jay. Oh, you know what? It's funny you said that, Jay, because one scenario is that Roman. Beats Rock obviously at WrestleMania, and then Le- Lesnar shows up on the next night after. Uh, but that's just so far away. For that, I mean, Christ sake, how many more months is that? We're is that like nine months, basically. Yeah. I mean, who knows where Lesnar's going to be in nine months? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But well, speaking of Lesnar and speaking of AEW, <laughs> I'm done with WWE for yeah. Now. No, we're we're good. We're good. Let's uh, get on to the the fucking the, the main event. Uh, well, well, before we get there, just really quickly, I know you haven't seen it, but um, I did watch the Best of the World Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and I got to tell you, between that, Money in the Bank, and Slammiversary, <coughs> I, I thought that was the best pay-per-view of the three. <laughs> um, I was very entertained throughout Every single match, all the guys worked hard in front of the fans again. You brought up Keith Lee's name earlier. Every time I see Shane Taylor, I think to myself, does Keith Lee look at that and go, man, I should have stayed in Reign of Honor? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, Shane Taylor, he's, he's, he's improved so much you know, oh, drastically. Since, since Keith Lee. He lost weight. I mean, he's still bigger, but he's still he's a hell of a talent, man. And the, the Shane Taylor promotions he's got, it's just – it's really good, man. I, I, I'm digging everything about Rita Bonner. Now, the best, the thing I dig the most, I think, is this feud between Vinny and, uh, and Matt Taven. Because on the pre-show, they had a little contract signing thing. Dude, Vinny Marsalia, I, I don't know. This guy is just so good. He plays this, this, this uh, uh, Charlie Manson. Like, yeah. Charlie Manson like Harry. It used to be the horror, and he still kind of puts that in there a little, but he's more like, hey, man, you know, he's doing like that kind of thing. And it's just having Bateman there, having that other big guy there, and I think he's he got the chick there. She's crazy. Um, I, I just love the group, but it, it's, it reminds me of what the Wyatt family should have been. You know, like he plays, he does this, like what Bray was doing that whole thing, but he does it on another level. And, like, it's just, it's shitty. Nobody sees it because Raider Finder's not even, they don't even have a fucking TV deal. But, um, man, yeah, it was, it was really good. And, uh, I was shocked as shit to see them put the belt on Bandito, uh, over Roosh. And that made me think, man, is Roosh coming to AEW so that we can do, uh, uh, 
you know, the the, uh, the actual uh, Los Ingrinales, you know, with him and Andrade reunion, that'd be great. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm really happy. Reign of Honor was good to see them in front of fans again. I'm just, I'm, I'm a fan of the company. I really am. I, I, I want to see more of them and I, I want to, you know, I want them to grow an EC3, man. And, and uh, Flip Gordon, that was a hell of a match too. Um, that guy, both of those guys are great. And every time I see Flip, man, I think, man, I miss Marty. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. But um, I have a thought on Marty and we'll get there in a minute with AEW stuff. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say about Ray Ryan. You didn't see it, right? No, I mean, I read what happened, and uh, I'm definitely, you know me, I'm a big Flip fan, um, always have been, I've been, you know, wait, I mean, want him out to go to the bigger companies, but I mean, if he's striving, he's still so fucking young, he's yeah. striving in a ring of honor, that's fine, uh, and I'm happy, I'm happy that EC3 is kind of getting a chance again to showcase his uh, a different side of him, and he's doing great, you know, with the narrative and everything, He's he's doing good at it too, and he rebuilt his character on his own during a pandemic like he did it strictly off of, off of social media and he, he and he's 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 doing a good job it's similar to uh cardona like he's he's building that reputation and with and we'll get there but with this potential of a, a big territory again um you know or, or multiple territories in in one big territory as i should say um it's gonna look. It's gonna be really good for these guys like Cardona and EC3 who have built this persona that they're gonna be able to go at some point, hopefully to another you know company on a part time deal or whatever the case may be, and wrestle there and have a fan base already. And it's it's good for them. Um, it's it, it's a smart move on, on their parts, and I, I love it. I love it. I mean. It's hard. It's hard not to say that EC3 at the moment isn't the big guy, biggest name in the fucking company, which is crazy to think about. But if you think about it, it's. I mean, it's probably pretty accurate. So, um, yeah, I would. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, I'm happy for them. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was a nice surprise to see Chelsea Green show up at Ring of Honor when Maria was talking about the tournament and everything. And yep, like I was like, huh, they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then just looking at the brackets, I think I think I saw Allison K's name in there. Yeah, so I believe that's, yeah. Uh, that's three of the four. The only one they're missing is Allie. But you know, if they're all working together, who gives a shit? You know, exactly. Getting redo that shit, and that'd be that'd be cool. But. Uh, yeah, and then uh, then she shows up at Slammiversary in this uh, Cardona surprise tag team partner, which I gotta tell you, you know, I and mean, this will go into AEW too, but Slammiversary, it wasn't a horrible show. It was actually very entertaining at times. Um, I love the fact that Havoc and uh, Rosemary won the belts on the pre-show. Yeah, uh, I did hear Kira Hogan's finishing up in Impact now, so she's probably gonna go with her girlfriend in uh, AEW, which is fine. Uh, Tasha can shine on her own now. Um, thought that was great. Uh, the fact the Ultimate X match, dude. I've seen a lot of Ultimate X matches, and most of them are just spot fests. Yes, this had spots in them, but the psychology setting them up. This may have been the best Ultimate X match I've ever seen. It was, it was so good. good. I was so good, and I love that Rohit got some chance, man. I loved the, the psychology he brought into the, you know, trying to take it down with the rope and everything. That was, it was great. It was did, great. And did he, it he, seem he lower this... though? 
It seemed like it wasn't yeah. as high. Yeah, it did seem a little lower. Um, but, it, uh, you know, him doing the heel spot and he missed. And then uh, Austin, uh, Ace Austin at the end, same thing. And I, I don't hate that Josh Alexander won because it kind of solidifies him as the next top star and makes me think maybe he's the guy they're trying to build up to take that belt from Kenny at some point. Um, really thought it was going to be Sammy, but based on what happened at the end, I get why they didn't. Um, also, uh, the, uh, oh yeah, the Kirk, don't, I thought the, the tag match, the mixed tag match was great. Um, it was, it was. With, with, with Cardona and, oh, you know what? Give me two seconds and then we got to come right back. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back, guys. All right. We are back. <laughs> Welcome. I, I, oh. Keep going. Always ready. Yep. <laughs> I actually kind of, I actually like that fucking re, uh, that uh, entrance music pretty good. But anyway, um, yeah, it's grown on me. I didn't like it at first. I like Brian Myers better, but yeah, no, I thought the, yeah, I thought the tag match was great. I completely forgot that that uh, Cardona and, and uh, Tennille actually dated in WWE. Yeah, I, I totally me too. Forgot about it. Um, and then they uh, they brought it up, and I'm like, really? And then it went to trust the old wikipedia and i'm like oh yeah i guess they did okay cool um but uh yeah no i thought it was very good the mixed tag it, it, it uh it made a lot of good psychology made a lot of sense um after that though the matches i mean they didn't get they weren't bad but i just i wasn't really fully invested in all of them i thought eddie and and uh morrissey was fine you know um right guy won there um, I was a little, I forgot the orders after that. a little surprised to get brothers with the tag belts. Um, uh, why is this do not disturb not working? <laughs> What's up? I, I, I give me one minute. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we are back. Spinal tap in this motherfucker. I thought that, uh, I had my, my do not disturb on my phone, but it's not working. But that's okay. Uh, that's another story for another time. Yeah, I was surprised the Good Brothers won the belts, and I was even more surprised that they actually pinned the champs to do so. Um, no Way Jose was a nice surprise. He looked good. I completely forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, definitely. But the, I love the fact that they brought the conga line back. I love that the Sweener and uh, Alicia and, and Johnny uh, – Bravo were in there doing their thing. It was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, the match I thought was fine. Um, i trying to think what other ma- – oh, Deanna and, and Thunder Rose, that was a nice little surprise. So, I guess uh, Tony Khan bought her out of her contract from, from uh, Corgan and NWA. So, she's a full-time member of AEW now. So Yes, she is. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know how they're going to work that in if they are storylines at all. Uh, very nice seeing Mickey James show up too. I, I you would think Deanna is going to be in that tournament, right? Or on Empower. Oh, or, yeah. Or oh yeah. 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 She'll be there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. Um, I did, I did get caught up on, on NWA this week, but all of it really was, was recap shows pretty much. They only had two new matches and that was last week on surge this week. They only had, uh, setting up this champion series, which is very similar to what TNA did with the, the, 
the point system and all that crap a couple years ago. I forgot what it was called now. Yeah. Uh, for Glory Challenge or whatever it was. Um, a little different, but it is what it is. But yeah, the rest of that, um, the pay-per-view, man, it was it was fine for what it was. Um, Kenny and, and Sammy, I thought the match was okay, but I mean, we touched, touched upon this a little bit last night, but Kenny Omega's I don't like the fact that they had this and the um, granted it's been a couple months, but the barbed wire death match with him and Moxley, um, like they were two very similar style matches, you know, and I almost kind of wish they would have just had this been a regular straight up match with him and Sammy, but you know, no DQ is Sammy's thing and tied into everything else and whatever. Um, so, <laughs> The match was fine. What happened afterwards? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> just just to give you guys a, a little bit of a backstory. I went to Warrior Wrestling last Saturday. And I had a blast. It was great. But they announced at Warrior that Jay White was going to be there at August 21st, the next show. And I, was, I lost my shit. I'm like, holy crap. I get in the car. I text this guy here. I say, dude, you got to come. He goes, funny you should mention that. And I'm like, oh? <laughs> and then, of course, it got spoiled for me, but whatever. Um, I, I, you had to have known Steve from Warrior knew about it, right? Either that or he's got really good timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, well, he, yeah, he definitely knew. <laughs> what, what, what am I yeah, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, he knew. Um, but that was... Yeah, the only thing I'll say about I hate the way they ended it, like on the cliffhanger, like you didn't get to see what happened. But um, I have not seen Impact from last week or this past week yet, so I don't know what happened there. And I have not seen Dynamite yet. Uh, but uh, the only thing I really wish they would have done with this is have Jay Wedge showed up in AEW to confront Kenny there. Yeah, and, yeah. And I. And I get why, because it helps out Impact to an extent. But here's the thing. You want as many eyes on this as you possibly can, right? Especially if it's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. And this is no, this is no disrespect to um, Access TV, but way more people get TN, or TNT, TN, TNT than they do Access TV. I don't get Access TV. I have to watch it. You know, add the replays of Impact on Impact Plus because I don't get that channel. Um, I'm okay with that because you know one less thing I got to worry about putting on my DVR every week. But um, you know, I, I I just I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it as a whole. I would still love them to do something like they're doing with Kenny now and have been doing with Kenny with another group such as like and I think we put this together in our heads like CM Punk, Enzo and Cass and then maybe add another guy in there I don't know who that other guy would be but maybe Daniel Bryan and have them just go from company to company to company I don't know if that's something Punk would be interested in though um, I don't know man I don't know it was, it was, it was, it was good to see Jay show up and the, and the promo for Bound for Glory, they had the, the logos from all the companies they're working with. New Japan was included in that. Yep. Um, you know, I, even though I haven't seen Dynamite yet, I know Archer beat Moxley for the belt, which is pretty fucking cool. And I know Nick Gage showed up and 
we'll touch upon that in a minute. But did you I hear the see... other? Did you hear the other thing about dynamite? Uh, which other thing? Um, involving who? It's not involving Tony Khan. Oh, the announcement. Yeah. Okay, and, I, and I'll get to that in a second because this kind of lingers yeah. into anyway. Yeah. When you're done. Um, I'll... Yeah, I I'm glad that Jay's there, but I want to see. Uh, I want to see God show up too. Um, I want to see some other people show up too. And and just really quickly about New Japan, I guess Kota Ibushi has got some. Yeah, he's uh, got some illness they, right now. Yeah, so not COVID, thank God, but he's either they had to pull him uh, from the match with Shingo, I guess. So I think uh, Tanahashi got the shot. Yeah. What I read. All right. See what happens with that. Yeah, but, I saw the re- I saw the results of the whole thing. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, I, I'm yeah. way behind with New Japan. I haven't looked at it yet. So, but um, you know, I I just I don't know, man. C and J come out. He had the North Never Open Weight Belt with him, which is great, and just doing his little thing. I it, I'm sure the promo he cut on Impact was amazing because I know he did. I just haven't heard it or read the transcript on it yet. And I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going with it, but. Um, I know. I don't know if they're gonna trans um, transform it over to or transport it rather over to to dynamite, and and something about this too. And I don't know if this is by design, but have you noticed that other than Kenny being on the show, Impact doesn't really mention. AEW that much as far as promotion stuff goes and AEW other than the Good Brothers being on the show don't mention Impact like at all or in Callus too but they don't really now that Callus you know storyline wise is not a um, you know uh, EVP or whatever um, with Impact you know, they, they haven't mentioned it all, at all and I'm like okay so they're working together but they're not promoting it so what's going on here um I don't know, man. It, it's just it's it's intriguing, and I'm ready to see where they're going with it. And I do want to talk about Punk and Brian, but I'll let you go ahead and, and say whatever you're going to say about everything I just said. <laughs> um. So okay. So Slammiversary, uh, I thought was good. I don't. There's not too much I, I need to say about that. Uh, I will say, yeah. um, I agree with you. Kenny is becoming like a hardcore wrestler, and I don't like it. He doesn't yeah. need to be that, and. I I don't know I I don't know I I wasn't too thrilled with um him becoming this in in this role he's not Moxley he's not meant to be that that type of wrestler um I love love seeing Jay White I hate that he can't that he did it in front of basically fucking twenty people um because yeah. they just don't have anybody there um for whatever reasonings um I mean obviously the size of the place but um so. If you're not going to have Kenny against Styles, Cole, or Finn, you got it. Jay White's the guy to do it. He's the, he's the current leader of the Bullet Club against the the leader of the Bullet Club, and it's it's essentially the Bullet Club against the elite at this point. I do think we're going to see God at some point. Um, it just how do you not uh, at this point? I, I would ex- I would expect that we see at some point, you know, the Omega, the Bucks and the Good Brothers. So if those five in some type of match against white G.O.D., I would imagine maybe um, 
uh, Kenta and maybe like Owen, Chase Owens or something. I could see something along those lines um, at some point. We'll get there when we get there. Um, so, so the reason I've said, I mentioned Tony Khan thing is, okay, they're trying to help Impact. I get it. Um, but you're... And AEW doesn't need the help. But this is such a monumental battle that it doesn't make sense not being on a wider landscape. Um, so you have Bound for Glory that they're, you know, they're toting for uh, Impact, AEW, AAA, and uh, New Japan. And that's fine. Um, and it's, <clears throat> it's in Vegas. Okay. Um, you better have somewhat of a decent-sized arena um, you, you got to have a lot of fans. I mean, it's got to be better production. It's got to be this in general going to make sense. Cause we were talking about this for a long time on the show about the war to end all wars. Like that's the fucking car that that's the battle you want to have. And if it's on impact bound for glory, I, I, I mean, bound for glory is don't get me wrong. Bound for glory has a history, but not where Impact is right now. I mean, it's hard to argue that Impact, I mean, out of those four, I mean, it's, they're pretty much probably, I mean, they're not the size of New Japan. They're not the size of AEW. Uh, I mean, so it doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, I'm wondering if Tony is going to mention an event like, like something similar to that, but for AEW side of things. Like, I, I don't know. I'm expecting so much um, for All Out that I probably am getting my hopes up way too fucking high. But yeah, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm like expecting Punk. I'm expecting Brian. I'm expecting a Bullet Club invasion of some sorts. Like, I'm just in- expecting so much. Um, you have Jay White, who's it sounds like he's permanently for the time being in the, in the states. Um, so to me, I just don't I don't see how you don't have Jay White show up on Dynamite at some point here. I it just doesn't make any fucking sense for you to have that big of a name. Not I mean, arguably, if you're a wrestling fan, and I don't say this as. Um, um, just a generic wrestling fan who just turns it on here, that if you're an actual diehard wrestling fan, you pay attention to all the brands, I would be shocked if you took a poll, a, a poll that Jay White isn't in the top 10 in 80% of the fan base. I mean, I would be shocked. Like, is he top five? Probably not, because you're still going to get people who are going to do you know, Mox, Omega, and then, you know, then Roman and Cena, whoever else. But I, I would be shocked if he's on the top 10. He's the biggest star in, in New Japan right now. He's the most noticeable one. I mean, at least, you know, I mean, in Japan, probably not, because, you know, it's a J- Japan fan base. You know they're going to be more on um, Okada and uh, Tanahashi. But from a, from an American standpoint, I would beg that – I would say Jay White's the biggest star in, in, in New Japan. He's the uh, biggest guy, Gaijin, for sure. Yeah, and... Um, Will's up there, too, but Will's hurt right now, so... And he's another one at some point, I hope. But, um, which I... He just hates coming to the States. I don't know if that's going to happen at some point. But, 
Um, I'm expecting Tony Khan to announce some type of event here that is going to bring these brands together. I really do. I, I just, if it's this big of a deal where he's going to come on dynamite and make an announcement like this, I mean, they didn't have him come out to make an announcement about full gear. They just showed an advertisement for it, you know, like the same thing for revolution. They didn't, um, they didn't do that. So, um, I'm expecting him to come out and say some form of like, Oh, not, I mean, I don't know how he's going to say it, but it's going to be some type of an event. Um, and if that's the case, it's going to make my hopes now for a bullet club evasion at all out even more. Cause if he comes out and says, you know, I'm watching impact. I'm seeing the bound for glory come in, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know what? We're going to make a move here. So yeah, something along those lines, we're going to have an event in October um, as well, or something, whenever it is. I mean, it's gotta be October. I'm going to imagine. Um, or he mentioned something about full gear where they make full gear like this event based upon or based around these companies, something along those lines, I think needs to happen. And other than that, I don't know. I mean, unless he, unless he, unless he brings up some like, I don't know, stupid tag team tournament or some shit like that. I mean, maybe he would, I don't know, but, um, well, the, the two things I heard about that, and uh, actually I'll get there in a second. I had one other thought in regards to um, possible Bullet Club invasion or, or this angle in general with where they're going with it. What if this whole time they had been waiting to bring somebody that we both love in? They've been waiting for it not because of the BS that was happening with him to die down as much, but waiting for the right opportunity. And what if the right opportunity is everybody coming together and having the villain Marty Skrull show up and just be in the middle of all the fucking chaos? What side does he choose? Is he with the elite? Is he with Bullet Club? Is he with someone else? It doesn't make any sense for him to be in the Dark Order at this point because Hayman's already there. But, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, if, if, if we hear fucking one true villain at all out, I would pop more for that, I think, than I would hearing Call the Personality or whatever music Daniel Bryan's going to use. Well, because, because we've almost anticipated them coming at some point. Like, especially Daniel Bryan. Punk, I mean, we've been on the fence, but we kind of figured Bryan was going to show up here at some point. Um... <clears throat> but um, Jay, I agree with you, and I and I, I will say this: other than a couple, you know, Facebook groups I'm in, I won't mention names. But um, I, if he's going to show up anywhere in the states, I think his safest bet is Chicago, um, with the crowd, because uh, I think the crowd will be excited. I mean, they're going to boo the fuck out of him. Also, um, he's, probably it, at this point, he's going to get booed to shit, but he's also going to get cheered. I it's, I mean, here's my thing, and I say this, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because we're going to be there, but they didn't have All Out last year in, in, in Chicago, um, so, so they missed a year. It's, this is their basically WrestleMania. I mean, it's what began essentially AEW All In. They're going to make this show fucking bananas. And if yeah. and Tom Abyss already has a top double or nothing 
which I we I said this earlier in, in the year was I think their best fucking show they've had, um, you know, like in general. So to me, like this has to top all. Uh, they has to not only top double or nothing, but all the other fucking events. They're gonna and they're they're gonna and Chicago's their Chicago is AEW's home. It's their biggest fan base, and it's awesome to say this because we're from we we live here. But pro wrestling teased where it began, all the indie stars. I mean, Punk. I mean, this is it. This is the mecca for for them. Like Madison Square Garden is the mecca for uh, WWE, or was at one point. Um, you know, now it's probably fucking LA who or fucking Florida, but Chicago is the mecca of of AEW, and it's if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it there. Dude, they're gonna that whole fucking week is gonna be bananas. But I'm telling you, all out, like I can see them having Punk show up at, on, on Dynamite instead of All Out and have All Out debut either. Like, I don't know if Brian's going to show up at All Out or any, or that week at all because there's reports that it might be the end of September, which is fine, which is fine. I mean, I've seen Daniel Bryan live. I don't – I mean, I love him. But I mean, but that's not – I mean, whatever. Um, but Punk, dude, I, can, I mean, I could see him show up on Wednesday and I can – I'm telling you, some crazy shit's going to happen at fucking All Out. It's going to – I mean, you're going to have – and, Jay, what a per- – and tell me this, man. Tell me this. Jay, think about this for a second. We know what the main event of All Out is already because it's it, it's. I mean, you you see it, it right in the wall. It's, it's Omega and, and Hangman. I, and I like the way they're setting it up too, and they're doing the slow build, and they have the six man set up, or, or yep. they had it. I think this past week or whatever. I don't know, but so. Um, but but Jay, think about this. You have Hangman and you have Omega. Okay, you know the fucking elite's going to get involved in that match against the Dark Order or whoever the case may be. At some point, they're all going to come out. Blah blah blah. That's fine. What if that all happens and Switchblade shows up and fucking <laughs> knocks the fuck out of Omega and, and Paige wins? Is it a shitty ending? But think about it. I'm telling you, some form of the Bullet Club is going to be there and they're going to make a statement at AEW. And I mean, it's going to be Jay White, but it's going to be in some form like that. That. I could see it happening like that. My my thing is this though too, and, and I wanted to bring this up. Um, I don't necessarily think they're ready for Kenny to drop these belts yet. That being said, as much as it makes sense for Heyman to actually win the belt at All Out, and as much as I want that to happen. I'm not sold on the fact that it will yet. If it does, I'll be happy. But I could also, on the flip side of that, see, (laughs) and I said this earlier, and it's kind of funny, it just popped in my head, like, well, maybe it still is a possibility. What if Marty debuts, costs Pain Man this title shot? And what if the Dark Order turns on Hainman? And what if Marty's the new leader? <laughs> I could see that happening too. Well, Jay, you I, forgot. You're forgetting one valuable piece of information that we have not brought up here. Think about this for a second, Jay. Think about this. Th- think about the significance of this Page and Omega match at All Out. If the Bullet Club shows up, are you telling now? Dark Order, I think, in their head, believe Hangman is the leader of that group. I, I they kind of I think that's where they, they are they hope or they hope or see. 
can we see a hangman anti-hero move pull and he puts up the fucking too sweet with Jay White? He is a member of the Bullet Club before. Was, yeah. And, you know, why is he going to be on the elite side when he can be with the side of Jay White right now? And he would have the AEW title on his fucking waist also. Think about it, man. Think about it, Jay. I could see if they don't have anything playing with Marty, if he's not involved, whatever, in it at all, I could totally see that happening, too. And I would, I would love it. I would love it. And then hate, and then you know, Bullet Club, they caught, they turn on, you know, Hateman turns on the Dark Order, joins Bullet Club. Man, wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I yeah, did not dude. even think about that. Because I, 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 I think we forget, we forget that Hangman. I think it slips our yeah. mind that Hangman was in the Bullet Club, but he was yeah. like he was. I mean, the Hangman Club. I mean, it, it's you know, like that's. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, when you think about it, like, because Kenny, I mean, Kenny's not going to expect, like, I don't anticipate, well, I think we might, we might see Kenny and Jay White. I, I don't, I haven't really, I, I, I watched Impact this week, but I, I mean, I'm not going to say shit, but, because I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I, I, I wonder if we're going to get a lot of Kenny and Jay on Impact before All Out. Because um, I, I think when the show ended, it left you there with the idea of what the fuck happened between these two. So maybe Kenny in his head is going to say to himself, you know, um, is, is Jay, he's a Bullet Club. Are they going to really cost me the title? Like, are the Bullet Club going to turn on me? Like, I mean, think about it, man. It, it is a lot of fucking, there's a lot of momentum there to pull off some crazy shit. I'm t- I fucking so happy we're going to be there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, so, so, in regards to Tony Khan's announcement, I heard something that he was going to talk about this Grand Slam show that's going to be in New York. Uh, there you go. I, I thought I thought it was something in regards to that. It, it would be a dynamite, but still. Um, I've also heard, and you mentioned it before too, that Daniel Bryan's not supposed to debut until that show, uh, if he's even signed. So that, that, let's say this: when it comes to Punk and Bryan, both of them. We don't know yet. It's all speculation. Eh. It eh. seems like it's going in that direction. And it, you know, until though I see it with my own two eyes, I won't believe it. And especially with Punk. But even with Brian to an extent, just because he's been with that company forever, his wife still works there, kind of, sort of. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It could all be. All this stuff, I, I I just I don't want to be let down. You know, that's that's the one thing. I know, regardless of what happens with All Out, we'll be there. We'll have a great time. We won't be let down. But as far as surprises, having those two names show up, that would be huge for this company. Oh, you got you're easily. I mean, I mean, Daniel Bryan is a, he's huge as it is. Like that's like a megastar. That's like, I mean, Daniel Bryan coming over would be, he's a bigger, he's a bigger star than Moxley on paper and yeah. um, him coming over there. That's like basically another Jericho to an extent star level coming over. And then if punk comes, I mean, all fairness and you know me, I love me some Jericho. I think he's the, I think the discussion of the Mount Rushmore needs to be rediscussed with I mean, involving Jericho, but 
in all fairness, Punk is on another fucking level. Like, Punk is, like... Like, Punk is the equivalent of stealing... I hate to say this because people are going to think I'm crazy, but at when Punk was in his prime, that was, like, the equivalent of stealing Cena. Like, yeah. that's a fucking... Jo- now, is it what it is now? No. Um, no. I'm going to say this, though, Jay. I am... and I. I, I have been in the past, especially on the show, you know, hoping, praying, predicting, blah, blah, blah. I am pretty confident that those two signed contracts. Um, Punk's Instagram post, I know he fucks with fans before, but he's not outright saying shit that he's not. I mean, he, I just, it makes too much sense. It's in, it's in Chicago. He's not getting any younger. Now's the time. I think he's going to come to AEW. I think he's going to have maybe a year or two. I would say two um, full time. And I think that'll be called a day. I think he wants to. I think he needs to get one more in him. You know, he left a sour taste in his mouth after UFC. Uh, if you pay attention to his, his social media, he is working out on a regular basis. He is in excellent fucking shape right now. Um, I mean, he looks phenomenal um, in terms of shape wise. Um He's healthy. Mentally, he's healthy. Living color followed AEW. That's another, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I I know all the signs. Um, There was a report. I don't know if you saw this report from somebody inside source that said that AEW had, I think, what, four or five big signings this year that they had marked down. Um, And that one guy, and the guy said that he knew it was Black and uh, Andrade, um, but the other two or three they said were bigger than those two that they're like, so, I mean, it's gotta be like, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns here. I think Brock, I think punk and brand Daniel Bryan are for sure signed with AEW. I really do think they're commit their sign. And we'll be seeing punk at all out. I don't think we'll see Daniel Bryan until later, but um, I think we'll see punk because Brian's not going to show up at all out because while, he does have a huge fan base in Chicago. It makes more sense for Punk, and you don't want to like lose Punk's momentum. With, which I don't think he would, but I mean, you could see both. I mean, because I mean, and they could have. I mean, you could see technically both. I mean, that could be a big match. Um, I'm gonna tell you too, and you're gonna laugh your ass off of this because you would think the other guy I would say is Tessa Blanchard. I don't think it's Tessa. I don't think it's Tessa. I, I'm actually. I believe Tessa is either a retired or she's going to go to WB. I think at this point it's one of those two and that's it. Um, I, that's as honestly, I don't see her. I just, I don't see it. I think it's Brock Jay. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you like, uh, based upon like body language, I, I I'm, I'm going to 10 seconds, bring up WB here, but with the title reign possibly being broken and they're bringing over a guy that's your like, basically your fucking twin Heyman's with is it not like they just kind of wrote him off like his contract's over he's a free agent he has no merchandise on WB's what at all like he is not existent there Uh, I'm telling you he's not even mentioned yeah I'm uh, (laughs) I'm telling you I'm telling you man you you go, because I've been talking a lot. I just, I, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> the, the only thing that I'm weary about, and, it, and it's only because I think it's the wrestling fan in me that I've been doing, 
been been a fan of this and just been paying attention to the business for so long is that a lot of these rumors start a lot of speculation happens a lot of little red herrings as they call them happen and they're they're meant to do that by design to throw you off to think something's going to happen and then something else happens somewhere else now Brock doesn't need a huge, you know, storyline fanfare coming back thing. You know, yeah, he's been away for what two years now. It seems like. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I mean, he was gone when he came back in 2012. He was gone for what? Oh God, uh, six years. Seven. Six. Six. Or seven seven years. years. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, yeah, okay, that was a huge, you know, he shows up on Raw, beats up Cena, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it wouldn't work to have Brock Lesnar in another company, because it would, just because it's fucking Brock Lesnar. But a huge part of Brock Lesnar's character, at least in the WWE, has become Paul Heyman. And I don't know what his contract situation is in WWE. I don't know what his, if he's happy there. You know, he's, I, he's, not, I he's not going anywhere. I probably not because he's probably making a really good living and it's close to home. And, and he's got, you know, he's, he's got, you know, his, his voice is heard. I mean, it seems like it more so than it had been. Um, maybe <clears> then again, maybe not. I, I don't know. Um, but Jay, we forget Brock can talk. He he's can. Not, he's not horrible he on the mic. He just no. doesn't do it. He, no, yeah, he doesn't need a mouthpiece. But I'm just saying that a lot of people are gonna may may not give the same amount of attention to him going to another company if he doesn't have Paul with him. I'm not one of those people. You're not well, one of those people. I disagree but, in one thing. Think about who's in AEW. That'd be the perfect opponent for Lesnar if he came to the AEW. Think about it. Cage? No, think about it, man. Think about it. Who had a shitty WrestleMania moment with him? And who is long overdue for a match? Think about Roxley. it. Actually. Yep. Think about it. Yeah. Those two, those yeah. two are those two are friends. They had a shitty match. Are they friends? Because I thought Brock basically told him, "Don't worry about it. I got it." And he basically no for him. Well, that was for that match. I think, but I think there was arguments on it based upon his opponent or so. I forget. There's more to that story. But okay. uh, if I'm if I'm AEW, you have Moxley where he is now with the role he is let loose the way he is now. You have Lesnar coming back, or if you get Lesnar, that's a fucking money match. Yeah. Put that as a Texas death match. Fucking do that shit. I'm just, I mean, think about Lesnar fucking suplexing him on some barbed wire table or some shit. I'm just telling you, man. Think about it. Yep. That's my, I mean, that's what I got for Lesnar. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, all I'm going to say is this, and then we can probably end it because we've been going on about a while here. Um, 
I'm looking forward to seeing what is going to happen. If if they get Brian, if they get Punk and Lesnar, I mean, it's... Is it is it time to put the... I mean, is it time to just, to like... I mean, it's already almost time, especially with essentially AEW, and I'm taking AEW as a leader here. Is AEW bringing together all the companies essentially into one giant company? Is it time to call them the superior... I mean... In terms of skills, skill set, they're already this is they are they are already the superior, superior superior brand. <laughs> but is it time to put the fucking bull in the chamber and take uh WB out out back? I mean, if they get all three of those guys, you know, on paper, yes, but on paper, in reality, it can be two different things. So, not saying it wouldn't work. But just having them there alone, I think, is like a big, like, holy shit moment, you know, and, and a, maybe a wake-up call to Vince to say, okay, well, lost all these other guys, but now we lost all three of these. Granted, I don't think Punk and Brian as much. He cares. Lesnar, he would I care. Brock, he would care big time, I think. Yep. And, um, but then again, here's the thing. He's already going to know ahead of time that these guys are going to be signing with AEW if they do, right? Because, well, at least in, in Brock's case, because you would think Brock has enough respect for the guy to say, like like with Jericho, like with, um, I know so much Moxley because they were kind of whatever, but um, and Mark Henry, Big Show, you know, all those guys, they've, they've already talked to, they talked to Vince on their way out. You know, let them know they're going to be signing elsewhere. Wishes them the best. When it comes down to it, if Brock tells Vince I'm signing with AEW, I think Vince might try to talk him out of it, which he didn't. I don't think due to Jericho or Big Show or, or Henry. But I don't know if this time he can talk him out of it. I don't know if it's a money thing with Brock. I don't know if it's how he's portrayed. I don't know if it's both. I, I can't get a read on Brock Lesnar. I really can't. Some people you can, others you can't. Now, granted, I don't know the guy, so I don't know him personally, whatever. But just in in the business dealings that you see um, publicly, you know, professionally, whatever you want to call it, on TV, whatever, character-wise, and just stories you hear about the guy. You know, I, I just, I don't know. What? He's a he's a quiet dude. He's a quiet dude, he and he's not somebody that is like super vocal about his affairs. No, he he likes to keep things close to the vest, which I respect that as a human being. I respect that a lot, and I think he's earned the right to do that based on the success he's had in this industry. He's a megastar, um, hands down. He is. Yeah, but Jay, he is. Jay, you're missing two things here that I'm surprised that that you overlook this. Number one, when he, when he was in WWE, he didn't have freedom. There was issues no. when, before when he was thinking about going to UFC one more time. They had issues with it. Um, I mean, he doesn't have freedom. So that is one thing. If he goes to AEW, he would have the freedom to do what he wants to do. Is he going well, to show up? Didn't he have that one fight that he got DQ'd on or whatever? In UFC? A couple years ago. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he fight that one guy? Again? I don't remember if he had another UFC fight. Did he? Yeah, I think he fought one guy. Let me yeah, see something. Hold on a second. Let me. The guy's name, no. uh, oh, it was 
I don't. Oh, was it um was weird guy? Uh, El, um, Elastar or whatever? No, no, no. It wasn't Over- a big name. Overeem? Wasn't a, no, it wasn't Overeem. It was it was a lesser known guy. It was a smaller fight that he had. I think it was around the same time as uh, the angle with Randy at SummerSlam. I could be wrong. I on didn't that, think though. he fucking. Oh, Mark Hunt. Hunt, guess, that's it. Yeah, I guess he did guy. have. I don't remember him having a match again. Okay, well, but I think there was wasn't there issue. Wasn't he out of his contract at the time? Or I, I or it was something. I don't know. It was oh. something. Okay, then it was something weird. Um, I, I, I could have swore there was an issue with him going, uh, having, like, just in general, uh, they had issues with him with um, that shit. But regardless of that, that's not even the, what I was getting at. Hey, a couple months ago, me and you, this show, there was all backstage reports, everything going on in WWE, that there was the planned SummerSlam match was Lesnar and Lashley. Yeah, you're right. All of a sudden, it's Goldberg three, four weeks ago. Now, granted, maybe Lesnar's not ready. Maybe he's not ready to come back. I could be. I could be looking into this way too much. It's just. It's odd timing. It's odd timing to me. These reports of the title reign, Parker Bordeaux, Bordeaux, in coming up in NXT at some point here soon. I could even see him going right to the main roster with the way they operate. Um, and now Goldberg and Lashley. I just, there's too much shit going on for me not to say to myself, okay, wait a second. Maybe he did tell WWE and they had a backup plan. It was Goldberg. And I'm going to, I do got to say one more thing is real quick. And then, cause you got to call it a day here or, not, or for right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I got to get going. Um, you brought something up earlier about all out. And I forgot to tell you this. I wanted to. You mentioned G.O.D. I would fucking bank on it that they're going to show up and fucking all out. I just, if I had to put money in anybody showing up at, the, at that event, it's G.O.D. I'm just, I'm just, because you know fucking it's going to be Dark Order against fucking Bucks. And you need, I just, I'm telling you, man, watch. Watch. <laughs> yep, and we can see Tom Matonga. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I see it happening. Already I see it happening. It'd be cool. It'd be very cool. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, but we'll see what happens, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it all, and uh, you know whatever whatever surprises we get, whatever possible debuts or appearances or all of that. I'm just uh, there's the possibilities are endless, and yep. you know we we kind of were talking last year around this time about this horseman angle, which. Uh, you know, turned into the pinnacle, so to speak, I guess, but it happened. Um, it happened. It did happen. And, um, you know, it was months later than we thought it was going to be. And it was still pretty cool though. And, and I like, you know, where they're going with it. Um, just curious. I mean, obviously we're also going to get MJF and Jericho at all out. So. Oh yeah. Those are definitely um, three. Ma- those are, those are three matches. That we have in stone, but in my eyes, is the MJF match, uh, Omega match, and then the uh, Bucks match. Um, yeah, it's odd though that apparently Cody's not going to be at All Out. Really? He's taping his uh, show or something around that time. That's what reports. That's why they're doing um, black, black and now. yeah, which is I guess maybe that was originally going to be All Out from the sounds of it, but kind of makes you wonder yeah. what they're going to do with Black after that. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing I didn't even realize when I said the whole thing about Aldis and Cody at All Out 
the um, they wouldn't be it wouldn't make sense for them to do that because they're having the NWA seventy three pay per view like a week before it. So yeah, exactly. Um, it just there's no no way to build it around that if there's two pay per views going on at the same time. So. Um, I mean, I don't anticipate. Maybe I'm wrong in this. I would be shocked if Cody misses all out. Yeah. Even if it's like a little, even if it's like a little match, like you know, kind of how he fought Anthony Agogo, or like I, I, I would just be shocked if he, he's not at all out. I mean, come on. I mean, I even everybody knows Cody's got a somewhat of a, an ego. I, I mean, he, he's there's no way he's not going to be at all out. I just I don't anticipate it. Yeah, back in Chicago for the first time since the pandemic. Yeah, he he'll be there. He's my guess there. is my guess is, and I I don't know anything. This is this is just my prediction. I don't. I see it's Miro and him for the TV title or TNT title. I, I just to me, I'm like that is the most realistic scenario here to, for me because I, I just I don't know. I see it happening, but yeah. anyway. All right. Well. This has we could, been fun as always. Uh, we can save Gage gotta, for. Um, well, well, we'll have to do one later tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you want to just? I mean, I, I got a couple minutes. You want to talk about Gage real quick? Uh yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it's not a ton uh, of shit. I gotta say. Um, I'm not a big. I am not a Nick. I shouldn't even say big. I'm not a Nick Gage fan. Um, because he's a niche wrestler. And it's on something that I the the hardcore scene to me it it just it doesn't do it for me. I don't want to see two guys beat the shit out of each other with fucking uh, light bulbs and you know a fucking pizza cutter. Like you can't AEW <laughs> bringing him over there for the step of Jericho or the labors of Jericho. Like I really hope it's a one off. Um, I'm a little concerned it's not because he lost his title to Matt Cardona last night. Um, and I mean, Cardona, I mean, if you just watch Nick Gage in the ring, he moves very gingerly. He doesn't have a great move set if it's not involving a fuck ton of dangerous shit. Um, I wonder how much they can really do on TNT in regards to that. Um, you know, like, I mean, there is a limit to TNT of what they're going to allow in terms of, you know, you're fucking cutting each other open with a pizza cutter. I mean, there are still kids that watch fucking wrestling and you don't want these kids growing up thinking or who, who thinking that that is what wrestling is. Wrestling is entertainment. It's a stuntman show. And, it, and when it's all said and done, it's so this violence that they're, that they're doing, it just, I don't like that he's doing it. I think it's over fucking kill. I just think he's a bad, he brings a sour taste on my end to the, to the wrestling business. Um, you know, nothing against the guy. I hope he makes, you know, a good living. I hope he's happy what he's doing. Uh, he has a great fan. He's a cult following. Amen. And MD, MDK is a big underground thing. Murder, death, kill right there. Like that to me alone is like, come on, dude. Like, you know, like I just it doesn't do it for me, Jay. I just it's not a fan, man. Never I've never been a fucking fan of that. I like hardcore wrestling, like I to an extent, but like I watched that match last night, dude, and I was thinking to myself, this is fucking horrendous. 
Why would anybody? No, like, why would anybody fucking do this ever? Like, Cardona, Cardona was gushing fucking blood on his arm. Like, I mean, I was sitting there like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, why are you doing this? What is the point? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's all I got for him. I don't know if you have anything. I just, I'm not a fan. And I really hope, that, I really hope this is a one off. Fucking please. Well, I'll say this. I'll agree with you on two things. One, I am not a fan either. And it is a niche. And with that being said, that niche on the overall scheme of things isn't that popular. But the hardcore fans of that said niche are very, very, very loyal to that niche. They are, and I'm not trying to insult anybody by saying this, but they are bloodthirsty people that want to see that. Yeah. They're probably the same type of people that watch UFC just to see people get busted open, you know? Um, And that's fine. If, If that's your thing, you know, more power to you. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's not the majority's. Now, that being said, I really do believe this is a one-off because I don't think Tony Khan is dumb enough to want to turn his promotion into, you know, a deathmatch promotion. Yes, they did the the barbed wire deathmatch with Moxley and Kenny, but that also was a one-off. And we saw how, you know, crappy that turned out. (laughs) Granted, it was storyline-based probably or whatever the case may be, but still. Um, I did not see the match with Cardona and Gage. I don't care to see it. Um, happy Cardona won, I guess, but that also means he's got to probably wrestle again and drop the belt to somebody. So it's like, all right, are you sure you want to do that? Okay, go ahead. You're talented enough where you don't have to. Um, Nick Gage, I don't know if he's talented. I've never, I'll be honest, I think I've maybe seen him wrestle one time. Maybe he uh, doesn't have a big. He does not have a lot of moves that he he moves very slow, and I and I was watching. I'm like I'm like why is he moving so slow? Like it was like super choreographed. Like it was like I, almost at a point where I was like like Jesus like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think that. uh you know, like I said, I think it's just a niche, and, and, and it's it's a program that fits with what storyline-wise it makes sense with what MJF is trying to do to Jericho. So, um, and I know that Game Changer Wrestling are friends with Tony Khan and with people in AEW. Hell, that's where Joey Janela was from. You know, um, the whole spring break shows and everything that was it's all his baby from that so yeah um you know that they're they're um there are there is a spot for that in pro wrestling in the mainstream but it's very limited and it's very short shelf life more so than it is in its own niche you know what i mean like yeah they can do it all they want there you can do it here, but it's only going to be a little taste of it, and it's going to be toned out. That being said, if I'm a hardcore fan of that style, 
I'm happy for Gage that he's on AEW, but I would not want him to be there because he's not going to be able to do what I want him to. What oh, 100%. Doing. Oh, God, right. 100%. If you're a fan of that, you're like, oh, God, why are you on AEW? Right, exactly. And, that, and that's, that's at least that's how I would be if I was a hardcore fan. And Jay, I hope that I mean I will say this, and this is I will say this with with um, with Gage. I'm happy he's on a mainstream finally in terms of him as a wrestler, as a, as a competitor. He's finally made it to a mainstream show. I hope he's getting a nice payday because I'm sure Game Changer doesn't pay that well. I'm sure he's obviously the highest paid guy, obviously, but. Um, I don't think I don't think they have contracts either, which also allows him to do this. Exactly. So I hope he's getting a good payday. Um, I hope for his, like I said, I hope for his fan base, he doesn't. I mean, unless he's to the point in his career where he's older and he wants to tone it down, maybe. I mean, maybe that's a possibility. Um, but I mean, he, he's going to have to tone it down to the sense of like the mox matches, and those are hardcore, but not to not even near Nick Gage's extent, and. He's also going to have to like tone his mouth down. I mean, there's so many things that he's going to have to like tone down for him to be on a mainstream level, which I just don't anticipate. I mean, if he's a one-off, once a year type of show up on AEW, fine. Um, but he, here's another thing, Jay, and I, I know you got to get going. Um, tell me this is not. I mean, I know it's leading to Mox and Gage, and I'll and I'll say this too. They said something, and I don't know if this is true. I heard something on the show last night that Gage told everybody in his fan base, something like that, to make sure you're in Chicago um, the first week of September. Now, I don't know what that's indicating, but Mike Gage it all out. I see it, man. I, 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 I unfortunately see it. In... Or if he just said first week, he could be on Dynamite, and I'd be okay with that. No, nah, I think they do that for a pay-per-view, especially on a pay-per-view landscape. They'll be able to bring it to another level, uh, at least. Unless they have a bigger match for Mox to play for All Out, and then that's just a lead-up to it. Which yeah. I'd be fine with that. One of the two, but I, I can see Mox and him. They're going to cross paths. They're going to. It's going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, they never... Uh, he showed up, and he, he just gave them the paradigm shift, and that was it, right? They never actually had a match, or did they have a match? I don't. Uh, no, I don't think they had a match. No, no, no. They they, they, they never had a match. I believe. No. Yeah, so, I think so either. It's gonna happen. And, so I, it's. Yeah. Which whatever. Anyway, anyway. Um. So yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back soon, guys. Um. We are gonna do another. Show. Are we gonna do another show tonight? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered everything, right? Yeah, I think we're. I think we're good. But um, try to do another one soon because we do have you. You still gotta watch a couple more shows and then. There's obviously a lot of shit coming up this Wednesday and, you know, golly, I mean, we're on a fast track train here with, you know, SummerSlam, Warrior Wrestling, um, NWA, um, Slam, or Impact's got a shit ton of things going on. Japan's got a big show coming up um, with the 14th right uh, in L.A. Um, uh, all out. I mean, there's just a lot going on in August. I would anticipate we have definitely a couple shows in August just because of the content, but you oh, know, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll be back, everybody. In the meantime, thank you for tuning in. Um, as always, hit us up on Facebook, like, share, comment, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, other than that, man, uh, we'll be back at some point soon. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, 
keep uh, keep your ear out, keep your eye out, and uh, thank you for watching. Or thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to CNJ Show. <laughs> All right. Bye bye, everybody.